realistic about what I see coming out of the border with our Haitian community. People being beaten, people riding on horses, people who are trying to get to safety for them and their families and their kids being turned around, or just being deported back to a country that is not even able to take them in right now. I am looking to make a difference in this area, and I need your help. Go to our website now, www.blankpush.org, and where you can make a donation and sign our petition. And where we are able, where we stand together and say to America that this is not okay, this is not right, and we won't tolerate it. This is not the America I know. This, this, this is not the country in which we are built upon and founded upon. We have a lot of work to do, and we have to do it together. So join us in this journey as we support our Haitian brothers and sisters that human rights is very valuable, and we have to stand together. We have to work together. And let's do this. Let's support our brothers and sisters. Go to our website now at www.blackpush.org. Hey, I think, are we back disco now? All right, yes. I Welcome think back. we're good to go. So, good morning, James. Is it morning time still? I don't know no, what, what I am. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome you to should be, I'm about to say, you should be having a great day. I mean, your team will beat my team yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. Go Raider, uh, Raider Nation. Uh, just win, baby. I guess, I guess. Hey, just so, win. Good afternoon, everybody. This is um today is September twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Yep, twenty seventh of the month. Yes, it is. Twenty seventh, and we are live here. Um, I think I'm in Florida. I know James is down in, or he's in Atlanta, obviously in the office. Um, and we just decided, but we showed the video. We kicked off with the video today that we created for the Haitian migrants that are still on the border in Texas, El Paso, um, who are still trying to battle. Man, I was watching last night, James. Um, or yesterday on Watch the Nation, where the, the Homeland Security Secretary came out and he was still very much, very aggressive, and very aggressive on their way of dealing with Haiti and dealing with the migrants and how they're going to deal with them. Um, you know, as far as trying to send them all back, and or I don't know, this is still a hot topic for me. Yeah, it's, it's still pretty. What dreadful. about you, James? It's still pretty dreadful on how they. It, it okay. I understand sending them back. I get that part. Okay. What I don't understand is how you mistreat another human being. But uh, all things considered, this is not the first time uh, human beings have been mistreated. Uh, whether they're uh, coming to the United States or born and raised in this country as well, um, and then of course there's been atrocities all around the world for a number of decades, centuries even. Um, but the one thing, the fact of the matter, the fact remains is that you don't treat uh, human or mankind in this form and fashion. Um, and it's deplorable. Uh, and you would think that at this point in time, but once again, we're giving too much credit to some people who are in charge and we expect them to do better, but they've already shown that they're not capable of doing so. Yeah, and the bad part is that, you know, with everything that, again, I say with everything that's going on right now, you would really think that the country is a lot more sensitive to this. And it's not just mistreatment. I mean, I get the fact that people are being mistreated, but it seems like mistreatment really 
happens more so when it's people who of color, black and brown people. Definitely when it comes to immigration, it seems like that's when the policies really get um, really get pushed. And it seems like they become more extreme when it comes to black and brown people. I, I mean, in just my opinion. I, I, no, no, no. It's That's pretty much the sentiment from uh, um, when you're talking to people of color. You'll get that quite a bit. Um, we see the handwriting on the wall. Um, and... Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. No, you're still here. Just don't, just don't listen. Don't listen to that. Sorry. <laughs> okay. No, we see the hand. The people of color see the handwriting on the wall. You have two. You have one set of rules, but they're applied differently based on the the person's skin color. So you will completely mistreat uh, 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 dark and brown skinned people, but. You want to, you know, I, man, I, I, in fact, I'm going to, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop right there because I, it's a touchy subject and I, I, I started getting in my feelings about some of these things, man. So I'm going to stop right there before, <laughs> before I say too much, but just know, I understand, man, I, I, I'm not happy about the cruelty, uh, it, that has been put on, uh, our Hispanic brothers and sisters coming out of Mexico and putting cages like animals, uh, and then um, running these people down, with, you know, with horses and corralling them as if you would when you, when you know, back in the day when the slave catcher would um, round up the runaway slaves and and round them up and you know run them down with horses and whatnot. So that's what it reminds me of, and I find it pretty deplorable considering when we're talking. You know, you think we'd be past that a hundred years ago? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. We're nowhere near the, uh, away from that, and it, it it seems as if the more things change, uh, the more things remain the same. So, you know, the only difference between then and today is that the camera, they, there are way more cameras out there and readily available to catch this kind of behavior. Uh, and put it out there instantaneously where, you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago, it was something that was, it, it was trickle down news and it was only just, it only took place uh, uh, for that township or that county or that community or maybe as far as across the state, but it didn't leave the, it didn't leave the area too, you know, uh, very quickly. And today yeah. it's instantaneous. Yeah, and I, I I don't know. I'm just um, I don't know. I'm just I'm over it. I feel like America could do better. We we are showing that we could do better. We're doing it with Afghanistan. We're doing it with so many other different people who are coming across the border, um, and even you know, to a certain extent, they even allow. I mean, whatever. They I mean, Mexicans are I don't know whatever. Um, but we just want to keep in mind that we want to continue to try to support our Haitian brothers and sisters. So we're asking everybody to please, please, please go to our website. Um, you can make a donation for um, for to contribute over to our Haitian brothers and sisters um, who are trying to get across the border, and for those who are still in Haiti. And you can sign our petition that we'll be sending to Congress and to the White House to kind of say no, they should be treated um, with the same due respect. And we need to relook at our Haitian immigration policy um, across the board because it's outdated and it needs to be updated based upon the times we live in. Um, but on another note, James, so we have a lot of events getting ready to come forward. Um, within the next couple of weeks. We have our virtual bingo night that is coming up next Friday, right? Next Saturday? On the next Saturday. 
October 9th. October 9th. Make sure you get your, go ahead and to join us and go to the site and, um, you know, get your bingo cards and, and come collect and, you know, see, try your hand at winning a couple of these fantastic prizes we got lined up for you all. Yeah, and also, too, they just opened up last week that you can buy a raffle ticket for $50 to win a MacBook Air. So that's another thing oh, we have going nice. on. Right now. Yeah, Air. yeah. Uh, I bought my ticket. I need that MacBook Air. <laughs> right. And then after that, I think we have the One Accord Conference, the second One Accord Conference coming up. And we have some major names coming out of that thing um, on October 23rd. I'm super excited about this one. Yeah. Um, yeah do you Have you heard about some of the people we're going to be on, James? Or do I need to go over them with you? Go, yeah, you want to you go ahead and share that with the people. So we have so far confirmed Dr. Sherman Scott. Um, he's a he, he is a pastor from Cobb County. Um, we also have, and Disco probably would know this way better than I would. We also have Reverend Timothy McDonald, um, who is very, 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 very well known for his work that he's done in social just injustice and voting rights for, for years. Um, we also have Gerald Griggs, Attorney Gerald Griggs, who just signed on this morning, who will be one of our guest speakers. And you guys know he's running for NAACP president for the state of Georgia, so that's super exciting to be able to have his voice out there. Um, and then we have uh, one of my good friends who's become one of my good friends, um, a former football player from the Miami Dolphins. His name is Jason Allen. He'll be coming up, and he'll be speaking at this event because he's getting ready to open a school down in um, South Fulton, so I think in a, a college park area um, where he just renovated the school. And they're going to be opening up for juveniles to be able to house them. And we have so many other special guests that I don't want to mention right now. Uh, we're looking at bringing in a special guest artist. So we need everybody to come out, man, and support this event where we talk about faith. Um, we talk about faith, social injustice, and voter suppression and how they all tie in together. So I'm, I'm excited about this event because I know the first one was crazy. Um, and I expect this one to be way more, um, way more, way more, taking it to a whole other level on this next one. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to being a part of that. Looking forward to being there. The one of yeah, and I think it's pretty awesome. I think I may want to invite, like, even some people who talk about um, maybe somebody to come speak on the importance of youth and being like mentors and stuff to them. Maybe a coach or something. Maybe maybe we could find a youth coach, James. Maybe we could find one. A youth coach? Yeah, we could probably yeah. find a youth coach. There's plenty around here. There's a lot of youth activities and coaches for the team: basketball, football, baseball, and the like. So I, I know one. I know time. one. Maybe if I can just keep, you know, you know, and get get his mic to mouth the lineup just a little bit, just a little bit. Remember, it's PG thirteen. But no, I'm super excited um, about the event that we have going on then because um, it promises to be a really, 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 really good event. So I want people to join us October 9th for our virtual bingo night and join us on October twenty third for our um, one accord conference. And those two things are going to be super, super exciting. Yeah. Um, but on the ending note. Um, one of the things that we really want to talk about too today is that we have a lot going on. So tomorrow is big because tomorrow is National Voter Registration Day. Um, and that's across the whole country. So it's the day to get people out and register to vote. On Wednesday, I know we'll be taking a class, a voter registration class with um, Mrs. Butler on Wednesday. But the importance of voting, the importance of getting people out to register to vote with everything that's going on is huge, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So if you need to change your address, make sure that your address, your mailing address and your voting address really match up, folks. Uh, it, it, it can't say it anymore, you know, any better than that. 
that you you want to be on the rolls of whatever county you happen to be living in. You want it to be uh, real easy because these are going to be some of the things that are going to keep you from voting. So we got to make sure that your paperwork is all in order. Yeah, and I would say this too. I mean, I mean, I can speak for the state of Georgia. I know a lot of states have tried to pass voter restriction bills recently. Um, Georgia being the first one. Um, we don't want to give them any opportunity, any space, man. If you don't have ID, you can go on SOS. I mean, you can go on, um, you can go on the, the DMV website and you can buy one online, or you can go in and get one. Um, if you need to update your address, like James was saying, you can go to SOS.GA.gov. Check your status. Make sure you're showing active. Um, if you've been incarcerated and you think you should have your rights to vote back, if you don't know how to get your rights or you can check, call our office, 678-202-4320. We'll partner with other organizations where we can check to make sure um, that you're eligible to vote and get you registered to vote. We have to get registered to vote. What they want to do is to quiet, to silence our vote. Um, and one of the most powerful tools we have in a democracy or republic, whatever you want to call it, is the right to vote. And I do believe that we have to protect the right to vote. We do have to have precautions in place to make sure that people are not cheating the system. Um, but at the same time, we should make it to where it's easy for people to vote, not hard for people to vote. That is correct. That is correct. So it's National Voting Day, reg Voters Registration Day tomorrow. So we're going to be out there working on it. I know James will be out there working on it. I'll be out there working on it. But it does nothing if you guys, everybody who's watching today, is not out there working on it. So remember, um, tomorrow on, what's tomorrow? October? Nope. We're yeah. still in September. Sorry. September 28th is National Voters Registration Day. So everybody go, I mean, um, I, I remember hearing Reverend Shannon, I think Reverend Shannon said this, I don't know what he said, the one accord conference or someplace I heard him speaking, but he said, listen, if you get ready to take a woman on a date, the first question you need to ask her before you even do anything is, hey, are you registered to vote? So ask everybody around you, with people you work with, people who you stay in your homes, people who stay in your street, people who are walking the dog as they're walking by your house. Ask them, are they registered to vote? Everyone needs to be registered to vote. It's imperative and it makes a difference. Your vote does count. Yeah, it does count. So we're going to be out there. We're going to be training for it this week. Um, and we're, we're just super excited about some of the things we have going on. So today, um, we want to just continue to pray for our Haitian brothers and sisters and pray for all those, I mean, all those people who are in other countries and in this country who are going through right now, literally. Um, we have a lot of people going through. The reason why I'm not sitting in that office today and I'm here in Fort Lauderdale is because. I said I didn't pass away as well, so I was down here for a funeral. But I mean, a lot of people are going through a lot of different things right now. People are going through homelessness. People are going through fear of losing their home, um, who are in homes who are about to be evicted. I mean, we have a lot of different things going on. So we just have to pray. Because even though it's not us in that situation, um, if it had not been for the grace of God somewhere in our life, I mean, the grace of God on our life, it could still be us in that situation. And even for those who are in that situation, still know that the grace of God still sits and stands over your life. You know what I mean? Um, that whether or not you're up or down, God's grace is keeping us. And that's what allows us to be here and, and enjoying this moment right now. Yes. So um, I know you looking at disco must be giving you the time. I, I yeah, I got the time. I got the time. You got the time. So Rick, right. I got the time. But I just want to encourage people out there because there's a lot of people out there going through different things. Um, and we want to make sure that we just continue to pray for each other because whether or not, like I said, you're up or down, just because you have a roof over your head or if you don't have a roof over your head, you are still blessed. You're still blessed. And God is doing great things in the life of his people. So we just got to continue to pray for each other. Because I know you used to go out of town for a funeral as well this weekend. I know they got postponed, but still, um, yeah. God COVID, is still doing COVID great is, things. COVID is a real, 
game changer. And I tell you, man, it's unfortunate, but it just goes to show that, you know, we have to be more diligent about our health when it comes to dealing with COVID. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that situation, there's time out. People, are fall, you know, are dying from this thing still and, you know, being hospitalized. And, you know, one, all it takes is one person to infect the entire household. And, you know, that's what we're looking at when it comes, you know, oh, it's just me, it's just my one person, but you come in contact with people along the way, whether you're in the elevator or the escalator or at the grocery store, doesn't really matter. The point is, once you come in contact with and you go to your home and your family, you can mess around and infect your entire family. Now, everybody's laid up and and two or three of y'all might be on uh, ventilators. So we got to do our due diligence, folks, when of, of you know being sanitary, keeping our hands clean, your people wear your mask, your your sanitizer, whatever it is that you could do, you need to go about doing it. And I understand that you know you don't believe in taking the vaccine. Okay, that's that's fine. But I know an anti-vaxer who um, he that's that was his sentiments. And no, I'm good. I'm here. That was his sentiments. And uh, until he got COVID, infected his wife and his daughter. Okay. That was just over this last summer. So, and he was somebody who was adamant about not taking it until they came, till it, it hit his household. So, you can be, a, you know, and it could very well easily take the life of somebody in your family. And that's all I'm saying. So, if you love your family like you say you do, you might want to reconsider this thing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I definitely agree with you. Um, so we want to make sure that we just continue to, um, like I said, just pray for other people, pray for each other, and take this COVID stuff seriously, man. Yeah. Take it seriously. No doubt. Um, because I know for me, I can speak for myself. Like, since I've had COVID, I've been different. There's things about my life that's different. Um, and there's things now that I'm still, per se, dealing with and trying to figure out. And my memory has been, like, terrible since I've had COVID. So, I mean, the after effects of it is something that doesn't just go away right away. Right. Um, so, um, but we, I'm going to close this out in prayer. Maybe you want, you want to close out in prayer? Go ahead, go ahead. Um, Heavenly and small gracious Father, we thank you for this opportunity. God, we thank you for this day. Father God, we continue to lift up our brothers and sisters who are on the border, Father, who are immigrants who are trying to get over to this country. Father, we ask right now that you just touch our hearts as American citizens, Father. Father, give us understanding. Father, give us guidance. Father, lead us in a path in which you would have for us to go. Father, touch those who are in leadership and those who be placed in leadership, Father, to follow your word and, Father, walk according to your word, Lord. Father, God, continue to use us as vessels, Father, to um, remind them of what their duties are. Father, continue to use us as vessels of peace, love, and happiness. Father, continue to use our organization as a place of unity. Father God, as we um, continue to go forth in this day, Father, continue to watch over each and every single one of us. Father, continue to touch those who are struggling right now, Father, with drug addictions, Father, struggling in the hospital, Father, struggling with COVID right now, Father, those who are sick, Father, those who are shut in, Father, those who are sick in their minds, Father, sick in their bodies, Father, who are going through depression right now. Father, touch all your people everywhere right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. Father God, we pray your grace just rest upon us, Father, as we go through the rest of this day. Father, continue to keep us. And Father, continue to remind us Lord God, that even though things may not be going the way we want them to go, Father, continue to give us a, a heart to say thank you anyhow, Father, because we know that things can be way worse than they are. Father, continue to heal us, Father. Continue to touch those right now, Father, who need a touch from you, Father. Comfort those right now who are going through grief right now. Father, in your son 
Jesus name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys for joining in. Thank you, James. Thank you, Disco. Um, and until tomorrow, we'll see you guys again real soon.